what up everybody yo welcome to the lod podcast my name is larry and i'm jamie what's good everybody how you doing larry man it's been a cool little week bro it's been it's been chill bro i've been good i've been uh i mean it hasn't been chill actually it's been really? crazy hot i and i can't stand the, the like the heat i i have a love-hate relationship with the heat like, oh for real like before i used to hate it you know like i used to be like dang i don't like going outside but yeah now i'm like I like my little runs in the heat. Yeah, you know? for real? Yeah, nah, I love I, it. I can't, bro. And the beach. I, I wasn't a beach fan as much, yeah. but now I just love it. I just love feeling like I'm grounded in the sand or the grass yeah. or wherever I need to be. Dang, so. you see, I maybe I have to go I have to go to the beach again. I haven't been to the beach in a while yeah. during the day. Like I love going to the beach at night. I yeah. love it. Yeah. But I just can't stand the heat, bro. Yeah. Especially when you sleep in. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's no, yeah. Worst. That's that. That's, that's the bad. only part that's for me that sucks. Cause I, I love. I'm a cold sleeper. We were just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I need them cold pillows. You oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. How how have you been? How was your week? Wonderful, bro. Yeah. I'm in a great place, man. I'm just thankful for life. Period. Um, family, everything's great, man. I just can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Anything new? Like what? What's going on with the with the gym stuff, bro? Oh, um, yeah, that's coming along. I just was shopping for turf, grass, you know, um, gym floor mats. Aye. So uh, it's looking like it's coming into a nice little piece, you know. I'm just, what it, it's just more detailed than it is that I thought it was, you know. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. I did like full measurements and I was like, wow, like I didn't even think about like my equipment getting rusty yep. you know like i have to get like shade i have to get like a shaded area i have to think about pillars i have to right think about so many things making sure it's durable mm. through winter and what i'm gonna do during the winter time yeah you know so um it's all gonna work out that's you know? good just play piece by piece yeah yeah i love progress so man the more i'm able to pay attention to detail the better that's dope yeah. that's dope man happy for you and Appreciate I'm excited it. to see see that see that yeah, I I gotta I gotta yeah. stop by yeah of course gotta stop by bro you're more than welcome appreciate it yeah man I'm uh I actually I start school today what yeah so oh, yeah Vanguard right yeah Vanguard so how was it uh no I'm I'm starting today so today. after after this oh, re- episode after we we're done recording before the Laker game I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and and. And log in. And log in, do my thing. What is it, Moodle that you guys using right now? Um, it? It's called Canvas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I used that before. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's my first time ever doing like an online class like that, so. We'll I was see. not good at that at all. Yeah. Just to I, be honest with you. I, so, I'm not a big fan either. But you're not a big fan? Nah. I think it, you will just because you're more interested in the topic. Uh, yeah, right? that's true. So I think that eventually you just kind of stay hooked on Get you yeah, some yeah. blue light blockers, cause you gonna mm. have some long nights. Yep, <laughs> yep. Facts. Yeah. So I'm. For those that don't know, uh, I'm going. I, going back to school to get uh, my bachelor's degree in in theology. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to learn, and you know. I actually want to talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's let's get into it. You are how old are you? I am 26. 26. Yes, and sir. The crazy thing, I had a deep thought about just mm. purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how long, like, the process is. Like, when we come from high school, and a lot of people are yeah. going back to school. And so, 
the topic kind of came in my head because, you know, I have kids that are going to college mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's kind of feeling that pressure of what to do yes. next. Yeah. You know, even with athletes after yep. they're done, what do I do next? Yep. Yep. And you're 26, I'm 27. And I feel like I just found out like purpose and what it means, mm. you know, and for yourself, like, yeah. how does it feel to go back to school and kind of feel like, all right, this is a legit what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, kind of break that down for everybody. Yeah. That, um, that's interesting that you're, you're asking that because, you know, this is like, this isn't the norm, right? Going, like starting school. Yeah. At like 26, yeah. it's not the norm. Yeah. Um, I did get my associates like early on, like in recording arts. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I I didn't fully know my purpose. I didn't fully yeah. know what I wanted to do. So that was cool, and I don't regret doing that. Yeah. Because that actually opened doors into other things, which led me to where I am now. Right. So, I think that just embracing the journey is super key. Yeah. You know. Because I feel like working with a lot of kids, a lot of yeah. a lot of high schoolers, you know, um, it, it's sad to see them like, you know, kind of like stress and, you know, yeah. f- be overwhelmed because of that pressure of like, Absolutely. I don't know what I want to do. And, you know, I got to go to school and this and that. And, you know, even my sister, my sister, shout out to shout out to my sister. She just turned 21 uh, on Thursday. So shout out to her, but even her, she shout out to her, she real. yeah, 21? she twenty one quarantine, <laughs> yeah. So she um she she tends to put too much pressure on herself, like yeah. like you know, like we're we're just talking her with, with her yesterday, and she yeah. was like, you know, she was like, I'm twenty one, and Beast asked her like, yo, how do you feel? Like you excited? Yeah, and she was like, no, I'm scared. Like it's yeah. you know, I'm, I'm twenty one, and like. You know, I, I know just started going to, to school yeah. and stuff, you know, and she's nope. just figuring it out. And I'm like, girl, you're tripping. Like, yeah. wait till you're like our age yeah. and you realize like, yo, I like Not even that, bro. Right. Like, yeah. My, uh, my little sister is like kind of in the same age run. She's about 20 mm-hmm. and she like stopped going to school and we talk yeah. about it like we, she was just like, you know. I'm not going to school right now. I was like, okay, then you'll go to school. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. something that I feel like over time you have to gain experiences, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. think about it. We go to elementary, middle school, on to college, and then you have to figure out your purpose. Yep. And I haven't even experienced yep. life. You yep. haven't even experienced different cultures. You yeah. haven't experienced what you really, really love, right. you know? Um, <clears throat> so I feel like my advice to anybody that's out there just kind of, Gain more experience. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yep. You know? And that's key because that, because I went straight into like working yeah, and, and, exactly. and volunteering and doing stuff for free, like, you know, not getting paid for it, but me going out into the world and working yeah. and, and that helping me discover what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, now years later, me going back to school, I'm not going back to school with a, Maybe I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna do Maybe something I kinda with like this. It. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, like I've been doing this already. Yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, 
get more educated yes to do it better right and and so so that feels dope so i think everybody's got their own journey you know like for some people you don't need school at all they know they're a doctor right 15 yeah yeah you know know, like so so everybody has their own journey and and you just got to embrace it and so for me it's going back to school right now and and you know going for that degree so i'm excited i respect it bro i appreciate it bro that's you finished already before, so it's like yeah, dang, yeah. having to go back and rescratch. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it just tells you about just the journey of life, right? You know? Absolutely. And just finding more purposes and absolutely finding more things to do yep. with yourself. You know, yeah. There's always a, another identity you could take on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, man. So, so I'm getting ready to do that, and uh, and I'm also obviously, how excited are you not to cut you off? No, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm honestly very excited. I'm I'm excited to 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 dive in and and uh, just everything that I'm gonna learn. Like, I love that. Like the way they're set up is like, you know, the professors are also available as mentors and stuff like that. So you, nice. You know, you get to like have outside of class time with them and and you know pick their brain on the topics you're already learning on. So um, that's really exciting. Um, so with yeah. the knowledge that you know now, right? Mm-hmm. What is it that really, really sparks your interest in terms of just like having to go into a topic like theology? You know, what is it that you really want to learn? Because we go to church every Sunday. Yeah, you know, like what is it that you really, really want to grasp? Yeah, man, that's a big question, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that. Uh, I think we're gonna have to like, we're gonna have to get into this yeah. on a deeper like level level on. in another episode. But I'll I'll tell you this much right now. Um, growing up, I grew up in a very conservative, and so for those who don't know, uh, theology is the study of God, and and that comes with the study of of the Bible and Scripture, right? So, so the reason why I'm so interested in in learning this is, or one of the reasons. Is because I grew up in a very religious, very legalistic uh, home. Yeah. Um, and the church that we were going to at the time was very legalistic. Like, there's so, all these rules and things. And if you didn't abide by these rules... You kicked out the church and you, stuff. Yeah. Or, you know... And even worse, you're like... You know, you're condemned. You know? Yeah. Like... Publicly. You're going to hell and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know? So... Um, <clears throat> I got to a point in my teenage years where I there was a moment where I where I said to myself like yo um there's no way that the god I believe in yeah is this type of god that that I'm constantly hearing about you right. know and so so I was like no like I got to figure this out for myself I can't just go based on what this everybody else is saying you know old yeah. man is, is no, no disrespect, but you know, uh, this old man is 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 telling me like, yeah, you know. So I was like, nah, there's no way. Um, and so I started like, you know, reading books here and there. Yeah. Um, I actually took like theology classes, um, during my high school years in like at this church, and just loved it. And it yeah. was, and and then I realized like, yo, like I had it all wrong, like. God isn't this, you know, very like 
punishment, sovereign. Punishment thing. only yeah. type of God and, and all that. You know, like, yes, he's sovereign, but he's also love and he's also yeah. grace and mercy, right? And all this stuff. Forgiving. So, yes. So, um, and, and just diving into that changed my life forever. Yeah. And so, I want to kind of solidify what I've learned, you know, through the last 10 years. Right. And just, you know, be able to speak your word. Speak, yes. Be able to speak it like thoroughly and detailed and explain it, you know, yeah. well. Um, and so, so yeah, just because I feel like, especially right now, bro, like, I feel like right now, um, Christianity has a bad rep because of these uh, conservative evangelicals it's that. It's not universal. It's not. Right. Yeah. And, and all this other stuff. And, and these very extreme people, like on these extreme sides, and and not the movements. Yes, yeah. Up, yeah. So, um, and I just feel like God isn't about that. And and I was just talking to Beast about this, like how I feel like there's a need to 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 for this world to hear the like the essence of who God is and who Jesus was, and 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 you know what He was about, the love and the grace, and going back to that. Yeah. You know, like all these things, or whether you stand here or stand there, like I'm not saying they're not important topics to talk about, but that's not the source of it all, you know? So that's that's kind of the reason why I'm like so passionate about, you know, learning like and gain, gaining more knowledge on this Yeah. to, you know, potentially be one of the voices that is, you know, speaking out just about the love the the real the source of it all you know so and um yeah yeah so that's kind of where i'm at with that uh and we'll see man we'll see just i'm um, excited for you thank you bro thank you so um so i wanted to ask you we're gonna completely turn turn things around but i think i think it's i think it's important bro because i'm i'm a big sports fan yeah, and man. I know you're a big you're a big fan as well. You're, of course. you're a basketball fan and all that. Yeah. And the playoffs are here. This is the second week of the playoffs. Yeah. Um and I just wanted to get your thoughts. I wanted to go into sports. We haven't done this yeah. in the LOD podcast yet. We have not. But um we I got think some sports fanatics in here. Yeah, I think we gotta go into it. We gotta get into yeah. it. So what do you what are you seeing right now in the in the playoffs? Have you been watching the games? Yeah, yeah. I I kept up with scores. Okay, um, I'm you know I'm a Laker fan, so yeah, yeah. I'm always setting up my iPad to watch yeah. the Laker game. Um, it's unpredictable to yeah. me. It's like dang, every game is something different. Yeah, like, Luca yesterday was unbelievable, <sighs> man. And I think he kind of solidified himself as, you know top 10 basketball player in the league. Oh, yeah. You know? um, people are already saying top five. But yeah, um, to put up those type of numbers in playoffs, you know. Against, we that, seeing, against, we against that team. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, people yeah. who've been in the league for quite some time. And, you know, this is a young cat just coming here dogging yeah. people, you know, yeah. like. And Patrick Beverly, you know, I don't think Patrick was playing, but I, I was keeping yeah, up with that know. game. I don't think he played. Um, yeah, that was impressive to have a hurt ankle. Yeah. Um, didn't have KP. Yep, he yep he didn't uh, play. To make a game winning shot like that, so big ups to him, man. Like, yeah, I I respect it. 
Yeah. You know, um, I wasn't skeptical about Luca. I thought he was extremely skilled. Yeah. And I got into many debates about, <laughs> man, is he, people were talking about, man, like, man, he's going to be like, yeah, top three in the next four or five years. But he cracking that window really I, nice. I you think know? so. Like, yeah. I think so. Um, Dame isn't, is unbelievable. Isn't he in the, he was in the MVP talks too. Like, yeah. I don't think he'd. He'd get it, of course. I think but he, if he would have had a, his team had a better record. Yeah. For sure. You know? Um, I do think that he will be yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, Larry Bird. That's yeah. what I think about. Larry oh, Bird. yeah. And I'm not trying to be biased. He, he probably will be better than Larry Bird, but mm. um, he's very skilled. Very, very, very skilled. Oh, yeah. I've grown to be a fan of him. And I'm going to air it out. Yeah. Even him getting drafted, I like watching like new draft guys. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember like seeing him, and you know, I'm always like looking at skill. Yeah. I thought he was soft. I thought he was gonna ah. be soft coming in, just because he didn't. The way he, um, his speed was, I was yeah. just like, "There's no way this cat could come in playing at a yep. high pace in the NBA." But dude, the way he decelerates, the way he can make his move and step back and knock that shot down is dude, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I love watching. Yeah. And the Mavs, they got a pretty good squad. Like it's not yeah. it's not like they got some dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like glamorous, right? But yeah. it's they got they got a good squad there. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't think I don't know I don't know. I don't know if they have what it takes to No. Nah. I don't but, think so. I mean, Long, longevity, I see LeBron is a, just a different monster. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, I think the team that has the most experiences um, are going to come out with it. And the Bucks scare yes. me. The Raptors scare me. The East is stronger than what we thought it was. Yeah. So I'm a little skeptical about the Lakers. Yo, those you know? Raptors, man. Yeah. They've yeah. proven everybody that oh, yeah. they don't need Kawhi. Nah. Fred Van Lee was one of my favorite players, dude. He's nice. Yep. And I always thought he was a champion just because he's just a pit bull. Like what, I love. What do you think what do you think that series is gonna look like with the Celtics? What do you think the Ooh. That's gonna go maybe six games? Yeah. Raptors. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and counter that and I'm gonna I'm gonna say six games Celtics. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Celtics. I like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum nice. is nice. Yeah. You know, I like I'm gonna go for Celtics, but I think Raptors are gonna come out yeah. with it. Just because Kyle Lowry is very experienced. Yeah. Like I said, this this I think is gonna come down to just experiences and just Yeah, you know. I will say though, the the only thing that like I don't like about about uh, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, is he's a wild card sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he does not show up. Sure. I feel like he's been That's showing true. up con- consistently lately. Yeah, but there's times where he just doesn't show up. Yeah, that's true. And that causes trouble. But I think in the finals last year it was kind of like yeah, Fred, yeah. Fred kind of took the wheel. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. So let let's talk about our Lakers, bro, because. <laughs> You know, this I, I'm loving this Portland uh Lakers series. series. Yeah. Yeah. But how far do you think we're going? Think we're taking it? We're gonna win this series. Yeah. I think we're gonna win this series. How far be. how far are we going in the playoffs? Uh I think we might make it to the finals. But I don't know if we're gonna take it. 
I don't know if we're going to get past the Western Conference, but I'm hoping, you know, LeBron is amazing. Don't get me wrong, he's amazing. I never gave LeBron the credit until to like these past couple games just because I don't know. I was stuck in the Kobe bubble. Yeah, but, yeah. And he's just a different type of like it's like comparing apples to oranges to me cuz he's just a different type of player. The yeah. way he's able to get his teammates involved. Yep. I'm used to the killer Kobe. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. take over the game. Give him the he's ball, just, he's going to handle it all. Yeah, yeah, and LeBron is just, his passing ability is amazing. Oh, you yeah. Know? And and the way he's a leader, you know, I, yeah. I just can't. I know for a fact that once he's gone, we're going we're gonna to really feel it. Just yeah. Because that's just a huge mogul like that we're just missing yep once the league like who we're gonna have after that we're gonna have you know the lucas the trey youngs we're gonna have the jason tatums we're gonna have the devin bookers and you know we're gonna have these cats but to have that type of character yeah and and leadership yeah like we're gonna miss that so i started to really see it you know even when he was mic'd up and it was like oh yeah (laughs) yeah like dang like i'm gonna miss lebron you know like I'm a, I really respect him for yeah. his game, you know. But man, um, I think we're gonna come out if the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma, our bench. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really afraid because we can't play the one or two. Like we're we're struggling in the backcourt. Yes, so we are. I don't know how that's gonna work out because yeah, the Western Conference. You know, we're playing heavy guards. Yeah, this is a guards league so yeah um unfortunately if we had avery badly i would have felt way more confident yes. for some reason just because or even ray john rondo yeah. you know yeah um, which he's because, active now yeah so he's he's but who knows if he's gonna come back the same right you know I, yeah. I didn't see the impact he was making but now i do because he was actually yeah. bringing points that's how i felt with bradley yeah but that's how, that's avery how i bradley felt with was huge yeah you know like, once we came back in in yeah. the bubble i was like What's going on? What's what's yeah. wrong here? I was like, A.B., yeah. he's not here. And Alex Caruso is amazing, too. But at the same time, he still needed, like, another guard. Yep. A.B. Bradley and, like, yeah. Alex Caruso was coming off the bench. Yep. I would have felt amazing about yep. that because they both, like, lock up. Yep. We need people that are going to play defense. Yep. Um, and especially when we're going against the Clippers, like, if yeah. the Clippers get past uh, Mavs. The Mavs. That's gonna be a hard matchup because Lou Williams coming off the bench. He's gonna he just had thirty three last night. You yeah. know, like and he's tough to guard. Yep. So uh I don't know, man. Yo, speaking about the Clippers, I don't seeing how they're struggling with the Mavs. Yeah. PG is Right. He struggles mentally for me. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm even thinking like, yo, even if you get past the Mavs, mm-hmm. that those nuggets and and jazz are no joke either. Yeah. Those guys are real. I would have been more afraid of the nuggets. Yeah. Uh but the jazz, you know, I I don't know how they're doing it right now, but the those those are they're making two it happen. very solid teams. Donovan Mitchell has been going off that yeah. 51 points. And then Absolutely. Jamal Murray did went off too, yeah. but that those those games have been crazy. But um Today we got we got this this game today, so it's game game four, right? Yep. So we're up two to one. Who you taking? I, Who got this one? Look, man, I think 
I think that the Lakers have, you know, their foot on the gas. Yeah, me too. I I don't I don't think they they lose in this game. Yeah. And it and it's it's Mamba Day. Yeah. And they're wearing those jerseys. Yeah. I I think I we think we got it by six. Or I eight. think that plays a part part. So yeah. True. So speaking of Mamba Day, today is Man. August twenty fourth. The goat. Yep. Yesterday was his birthday. Yep. Right. Um. Let, let's get into that a little bit. Uh, Absolutely. I'm going to go off for days about this one. Let, let's talk about it. Go ahead, bro. Take Just take it. Man, where do we start? I don't even Kobe. know, man. I can't legacy. believe he's gone. Like, I literally, sometimes when I'm on Instagram, I just, I'm like, I'm looking at that book right now. It's his mama mentality. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, like, it right he's here. really gone. Like, I look at his videos. I kind of just, I get really, really emotional. Yeah. Um, just because... He's meant so much to my childhood. Yep. And every time I see his like highlights, you know, like what flashes through my head is my my childhood. Yeah. Just my basketball yeah. life. Yep. You know? Um, I was even thinking about the thought of watching a game. I've never sat down and was glued to a TV the whole game through since mm. he's, you know, been gone or he's wow. retired. Yeah. Um and I always was so curious of why was that? Why can I? Why with Kobe was I was so attracted to yeah. his stardom? You yeah. know, and what was it that influenced me so much? Yep. I used to, you know, like with my pops and my brother, you know, and even my family, you know, like just watching a game and just sitting there was just brought so much love and light and passion. Yeah. Um, so I get sad. I get really sad. I get choked up about it just because. Yep. Uh, he influenced my life other than my parents you know like yeah. that was my number one influence you know just yep. because he's so great he's a killer you know yeah. I always tell people like the reason why um, he's such an inspiring person for many is because we literally saw this young man be an 18 year old with a fro Mm. We saw him get dragged through the dirt. Yeah. We saw him about to leave us. We saw him uh, struggle with yep. his family. We saw him, you know, struggle with his life off the court. Yeah. Um, but we saw him always being so consistent. Yep. And there's something about consistency. There's mm-hmm. something about always showing up. Yep. We saw him play hurt. And nobody knows how freaking hard that shit is yeah like, that shit is so hard yeah you know what i'm saying like Absolutely. to be there every single game yeah you know play hurt um could only imagine how much work he was putting in and we were just like spoiled kids just yeah. watching him every game and so we all felt the love and affection that he had for the game of basketball yeah. and i think that was mo- most infectious for me yeah it was like the love he had, I yep. wanted to feel that love. And I think something about love mm. that all inspires us. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So it's very kid-like. It's very child-like. Yeah. You know, when you want something, you want it. Yeah. So we just saw that. And as yep. a kid growing up and seeing that, um, there's nobody else better that I could look up to yeah. other than Kobe. Yep. Um, I don't see anybody in the league that has that. Yeah. You know? And that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. The way he's been able to take over a game in the fourth quarter and just be like, give me the freaking ball. And right. Just, I'm just going to go at it. Yeah. I'm going to go um, off. Yeah. yeah. And then even as a 
as a true basketball player, you know, I remember just trying to take on that mentality. Just yeah. like, man, I'm just going to go at it. Yep. And just feeling that, you know, feeling like you're in that zone. Yeah. Feeling like, man, I just could do anything with the basketball. It was something like yeah, you would never imagine. Yep. You know? Um, and I think people who have different perspective or never played basketball, what was infectious was the love he just had for yep. everything. Yep. You know? I, I feel like I was thinking right now as you're you're speaking on this, like I feel like Kobe was the was the definition of confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 pure confidence. Like there wasn't arrogance there, right? Yeah. Because the way he loved people, the yep. way he loved, you know, his other players, you know, and in and, and, and the league and, yep. and and the fans and all that. You know that shows that there's no arrogance there, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But there was mad confidence. Like I was just watching a clip where in the All Star game, I think it was his first All Star game yeah. with MJ, right. and how they're like going back and forth, and he's like, he's you just know, going at him. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just thinking as I'm seeing that I'm like, you know, this is an 18 year old kid, you know, talking to his his role model, his hero, you know, his favorite basketball player. Yeah, and not intimidated. And not intimidated by him at all. If anything, you yeah. know, he's called going like Jesus. Right? <laughs> it's like you don't mess yeah. with like Jesus. Right. And so that to me like that that was mad confidence like yeah. from early age, you know, and just taking that through his entire career, you know, and and I, I think I think that's one of the reasons why we loved him so much was because his confidence in himself gave us confidence whenever he stepped on on the court right as right. a as a Laker fan and and it's crazy man like I don't I can't think of anybody else and I'm sure there's like there's others out there like but I just can't think of anybody else that a city has loved as much as LA loves Kobe like it's just it's crazy bro did you did you get the chance to go out into like the Staples Center area like when when he passed I did not but I went to his memorial okay that was oh oh you you were there I was there oh man and uh I got tickets and I went with my brother and it was it was emotional like I said like that it was so many ties to just what I spent every day or every other day yeah. watching Kobe, watching the Lakers, and with my dad, you know? So it was like the last piece of straw yeah. that I felt like, dang, this is how me and my pops used to yeah. connect. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, we cried. You know? Yeah. We cried. we cried when Kobe went through stuff, you know? Yep. It was just like, it was hard. Yeah. You know? Um. But talking about just the L.A. culture, yeah. you know, like I went, as you were speaking, I was thinking about, you know, there's so much debate about who's the greatest. Mm. But as I watch his interviews now, after he retired, it was about how much impact are you putting onto the world, you know? And we talk about purpose. Yep. You know, so um, having to see him go from the great on the court to the great dad that he was yeah. and also impacting women's basketball yeah. 
um, it just shows that your purpose is tied into what you're most passionate about, yeah. what you're most happiest doing, um, what's fun to you. What's, yeah. what, what do you get up in the morning desiring to do? Yeah. Um, and I think when he, the way he loved basketball, think about it. Look at the Russell Westbrooks, James Harden, the DeMar DeRozans, the... Um, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's, the... There's so many basketball... Even LA basketball players, Paul oh, yeah. George, yeah. like all these guys, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. you know, these are almost top 10 players. Yep. They're all from LA. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Kobe had some level of impact on their lives just right. because we grew up watching Kobe. Yeah, yeah. And... This is just, I'm not trying to be biased, yeah. but LA basketball circuit, high school, everything is the best. You know, we come mm. out with the best basketball programs, yeah, yeah. you know, number one team, Lonzo Balls, yep. you know, the, the Holiday you know, Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Holiday Brothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My cousin actually played Drew Holiday in high school. He was no a way. monster. Yeah. Um, so there's so much people that are the offspring of Kobe. Yeah. You know, we're all inspired by Kobe. Yep. And uh, that's what happens when you are passionate about what you do. Yeah. Um, so. And let me add on to that. Yeah. Because you're, you're speaking on purpose and, and, you know, and tying it with Kobe, obviously his, his main love when it comes to like what he did. Yeah. Was basketball, right? Like, yeah. You know, I'm obviously putting family aside, yeah. right? Obviously, family's family. But, you know, he ventured into other things, especially after retirement. Yeah, righty. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's so cool to see him take that passion and purpose that he felt and that he had when it came to basketball and take it to the next thing. Yeah. Right? And he actually said... I watched something yesterday. He said, I think I actually loved it more than basketball. Oh, wow. So that was the crazy part. I was like, dang, he loved it more than basketball. So it gave us, and you know, that's the thing. Yeah. We're talking about high school kids. We're talking about you. Yeah. We're talking about myself. Like, the suck part about quitting basketball for me was like, what am I going to do? Is there anything that mm. I'm going to love as much as basketball? Right. You know, like, I'm not feeling like, that thrill that I usually get. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's devastating. Yeah. It's really, really devastating just because your whole identity is wrapped around a sport. Right. You know? Right. And you can't, you fixate on it, you know? Yep. And at times, like, everything in the past is kind of like you're trying to feed off the same yeah. type of, like, energy. But yep. it's not, it's not adding up. Yep. So you have to find something else that it's really difficult. So right. to see Kobe being so, like, um, killerish on the court and passionate you know when I was doing watching his memorial yeah. you kind of got to the idea of the type of person he really was right like he had two commitments mm -hmm. he had basketball and his family family first actually yeah but the way he was able to I think there was a story where they talked about how he was missing Vanessa so much Mm -hmm. um, and his family mm -hmm. that he came up with one of the most he learned how to play the piano like overnight oh over yeah, the yeah, weekend. yeah 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 and it was it was a really tough song for someone yeah. and for him to like focus and just yep 
think about and be passionate and just play a song that his, he knows yes. his wife would enjoy. Um, it just kind of speaks for his heart. Yes. And the level of commitment he is. Yeah. Um, my cousin told me the other day about there's 97% of people, there's a statistic, say they're going to do something and they don't do it. Mm, yeah. There's the 4% who yeah. say they are going to do it yeah. and they do it. Yeah. And Kobe's in that that yeah. that tier. You yep. Know? And, I, and I think that him doing that and learning that song on the piano and mm-hmm. all that is is him taking his purpose and his passion and being able to put it into something yeah you know that wasn't probably the, the main thing that he did yeah but he was able to do that and i think i think it says a lot because we we tend to especially here in america yeah. we we tend to like we need a our our purpose equates to our job. Yes. Right? Where it isn't that way. That's not how it is. Like your purpose has to be more, way more, is is way bigger than a job. Yeah. You know? Your purpose is, is bigger than that. It's yeah. it's what you're passionate about. It's what why it's you fun. live. It's what what drives you, right? Yeah. And so I think that I feel like I feel like he his I feel like his purpose was just to be great, right? At everything, like, I think that's you know it's hard, but it's really I really think that everybody is made to be great in that yeah, same format. Absolutely, because I was thinking in my head the other day, and I was thinking about Kobe. I was like, dang, how many things that I've told people like, hey yo, I think I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna do this. Like yep. I think I'm gonna make a clothing line and boom, 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 and then yeah. it never follows through. <laughs> yeah, and I was telling myself, why didn't it fall through? You mm. know, why did like I was passionate about it at the time? Yeah, you know, but why didn't it stick through? Yeah, you know, he said something very, very simple, and he said, if you wake up in the morning and you dread doing that thing, then it's not for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think he just kept it very simple. You know, we would never thought Kobe was gonna be a writer. You know, like yeah. we were probably going to think he was going to be a movie producer, something big. Yeah. And that's the problem in Los Angeles is that we live in a um, so we live in a society that, you know, it's about money. Yeah. You know, it's about how much money you make, you know, whatever you gross is where everybody's trying right. to be at. Right. You know, and then we're trying to dip our hands into everything, but we're not excited about that every yeah. single day. So yeah. it's like. And it's only gonna last so long. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it—that's the part that is kind of like, dang. If you're passionate about grass and cutting grass and seeing how many inches off the, the ground it is, you should do that. Yeah. Like, that's. And be great at it. Yeah. Yeah. And find ways to be creative with it. Yeah. You know, um, and that's Kobe. Yep. You know, his family, even with his little girl Gigi. You know, you could tell he. He was passionate Man. about coaching his little girl. Yeah. And then he ended up helping WNBA. Yep. And what started this was his passion for his daughter. Yeah. And how he wanted his daughter to have better opportunities. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That created purpose. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Come on. So it's like, yeah. we need more people like that in the world. That's yes. why it hurts me that mm-hmm. he's gone. That's the only reason why. Yeah, I, yeah. Even Gigi, you know, like that really, really hurt me, but... Watching how dang like he's really gone, it was so yeah. it's so tough to swallow yeah. even to this day. Yeah, because it's like 
now all the things he said mean so much to me because it's like, wow, he was showing like up front everything we need to do yeah. to be great human beings. Like yep. he went from great basketball player to Oscar winner. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that's huge. Like that. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, something he's doing is correct. Yeah. We don't have many people. We have Will Smith, you know? Mm-hmm. But not too many people could really, like, identify things so easily. So it's something right. in his mental that is very, like, uh, he gets it. Yeah. So we got to learn from it. It's that mentality, man. Yeah. That Mamba mentality. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Um, so what it was I, like for you, man? Yeah, I for me, you know, I grew up... I, I wasn't that, as big in, like, watching basketball. Yeah. Growing up, just because my, like, I wasn't big on, on, like, sports when it came to watching sports. Yeah. Just because my family wasn't big on sports. Like, my yeah. parents weren't big on, on sports. But in ele- elementary school, you know, first thing I heard about when it came to, ba- when when it came, like, to at, like in the playground. Yeah. It's Kobe, you know? Yeah. You know, you know yo, I'm Kobe. Yeah. And, you know, so I was like, who's Kobe? Even at the trash can. Yeah, know, right. Kobe. Yep. Yep. So I would watch I would only watch Laker games. I would only watch Kobe. That's I didn't I didn't know other players' names. Except for Fisher. I loved Derek Fisher. I love Derek Fisher, man. I loved yeah. watching Derek Fisher play. Um but Kobe, man, always. Always yeah. that that's how I began to love sports was through Kobe. So, you know, for me, Kobe's my favorite. Athlete, athlete of the of year like of that. the year of, yeah. of all time period uh-huh. no nobody better than him nobody greater you know and um so th- there's so much that i could say as far as what i love loved about kobe but i think it was just it's just one his greatness his example of, of greatness and excellence his his hard work and dedication and his love his love for for others like mm. you know like i to me even the little things like like the fact that you know he knew all these languages and you know yeah. he was able to communicate like whenever i heard him speak in spanish i was like yo this is dope like yeah you know like that's love mandarin too yeah that's crazy. yeah that's yeah. you know that's love so um man i i just you know he he's just it's it's hard to to think of like a time when where like you didn't think you like Kobe wasn't in mind back of your mind yeah right? you know like you putting in work or or whatever it's like yo I, I can't quit now you know what Kobe you wouldn't about quit that Kendrick uh, oh commercial. bro bro I I'm not gonna lie I tear I teared up yeah. a little teared up a little yeah just just because you know I think I think. To me, Kendrick is one of the best like writers and one of the most poetic artists. Yeah. Like in in the hip hop world, um, and just the way he expressed himself about Kobe, yeah. like just just the word better. Yeah. Being consistent, like it was so simple the way he he. Yeah. He wrote that. But yet so powerful and and so accurate to to like who Kobe was, yeah. You know, so I, I think you felt it, the uh, 
I think Kobe was obsessive about his craft. Yeah. So you felt the better and the repetitiveness. Oh of yeah, that yes. Was like oh my god, yes. Be registered. Yeah. You know? Be better this, better father, yeah. better it's better like friend. It, yeah, yeah, it was just like it was just re-registering for me for yeah, yeah. Like dang, like that's a huge reminder. Yep. You know, like kept it really better. simple and just was like I kept on I watched it like ten times, bro. Yeah. Like I was just like, dang. Yep. And just seeing people inspired by it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Cause I remember coming out of school, you know, like having to come that Monday after a game on like a weekend or something like that. And yeah. You know, say for instance, Kobe was making a game winner. It was so yep. good going to school that Monday. Oh like, yeah, we had something to talk about. Yep. You know, it Did was you see more that? Like, yeah, yeah, like Kobe. You know, and uh, I missed that. Yeah, I that was like my piece of my childhood. Man. You know, I don't have that feeling now. Yep. Um, and I probably can, you know, but right. Um, it's just nothing like that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just so happy to be born around the time that. Yeah, he was at his greatest, and just being fortunate enough to to witness that. Yeah, you know, we probably never will witness anything like that ever again. Right, you know. Yep. Did did you you did see him play like live, right, in person? Yeah. yeah. How many games did you get to like? Did you see a, a couple? Lot. Yeah. Yep. That's dope. A lot. I can't even count. Uh, I actually, my family, you know, uh, mm-hmm. am. We have a family friend. He played for the Blazers. Um, got to play against him. And, yeah, yeah. you know, he was my I, high school teammate. Yeah. And he was, uh, actually, he was, that was Kobe. He looked up to Kobe as well. So we remember just asking him, what was the feeling like? And it was like, and this is like probably 2016, 2016 was yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember um, my cousin, you know, was in Portland. So he, he gets to go backstage and see like all the players and some players don't come backstage and mm-hmm. don't want to sign autograph. But Kobe took a picture with everybody in that backstage that was there. No way. He signed every autograph. He was friendly. He was lovely. Yeah. Um, and he was who you saw on camera. Yeah. You know? And you'd be surprised yep. who don't, who's very like kind of mean. Right, but right. But Kobe was there. He took a picture. He understood it was his last game. He understood that he was a, he was a star and that mm-hmm. people wanted to witness him. And that's one thing we take for granted as fans is that these guys, they come out every game and they don't feel like doing it. Yeah. You know, think yeah. about when he came back from like his, his judge, you know, the court right. case that he had in Colorado and then coming back middle yeah. of the game and making a game winning shot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. How hard that is mentally. Yep. And something I've always explained to, uh, just, my players that I have, like, mm. that I train, I said, whatever you do off the court, it affects you on the court. Mm. Because you have to be able to um, anchor your mind in the morning. You have to be able to to uh, stay focused. Yeah. And have major attention to whatever you're doing. Yeah. If you're, you know, driving 100 miles per hour on the road, yep. you have to have major attention to that one thing, yeah. you know? And what happens when sometimes when guys have awful games, like yeah. I'm not going to throw them out there, but right. PG, right. you can tell that something's affecting him. Yep. You know, it could be, it's a mental thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so to see Kobe, you know, do those type of miracles and just come yep. off of, you know, 
devastating court case, you yeah. know, like I'm really in this. Yep. Probably long 10, 12 hours of your day. Didn't get shots up. Mm-hmm. Just come back and murder and just do what he does. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. He's a goat. Yep. Come on. Yep. We never seen anything like that. Right. I I I got to see him once in my yeah. life. Just wow. once. And it's the only Laker game I've I've been I've been to. Like and it was in Indiana. Yeah. It wasn't even here. It was in Indiana. What? And it was his last game in Indiana. In Indiana. Wow. It was his last game. Bro, everybody was wearing Kobe jersey. A Kobe jersey, wow. bro. Wow. Everybody, bro. And it and that game people hated him too in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. That series. Yep. But, bro, everybody was wearing a jersey. Everybody was cheering for him every time he'd score. Um, there was a moment in the fourth quarter where, like, it was a close game, and he just kept hitting shots. He just kept hitting shots. But then PG would come back and, and, oh, I think and, I and score. That yeah. And there was a moment where I think, I can't remember if PG fouled him or if he, like, or if he went at Kobe like on some hard defense, yeah. like not nothing, like he didn't foul him or anything, or it wasn't like nothing dirty, but he was just you know trying pl- to lock pl- him up, yeah, yeah, just as Kobe would want him to, right? Yeah. And um, I think he he blocked the shot or he prevented a a, a shot, a good look, mm-hmm. and I think it was like the winning shot. Bro, the whole arena started booing PG. Wow. And I I even have a feeling that that played a big part in like, <laughs> you know, him leaving just because it's like, yo, how you gonna boo me? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, especially with talking about just his mentality and how like you yeah. know that plays a big part with him. But man, that game was unforgettable, bro. Like, yeah. I, I cried that day. Like, I was like, yo, man. Like, cause it wasn't even like. That in that season in particular, he was it was his last season, so you know it wasn't he wasn't going off every night, you know. Yeah. Like there's nights where he was just you know he it was, was just really dope just to see him, right? Yeah, it was just so going to the game. So being able to see him go off in that game, you know, the only game I ever got to see him wow. was was like just emotional. And then that last game, his like last game uh, against the point. Jazz, yeah, bro. That was insane. It's, it's pretty freaking hard. Yeah. Tell you that. Yeah. So, um, man. There's so many memories of me going to the game, but I just remember my first one. I remember the first time my dad ever took me there. And, uh. How just, old were you? Dang. What was that? Like, it was 2000 runs. This is when Shaq and Kobe was. Oh, no way. Game. Yeah. That was like one of my first games. And it was like. I think it was maybe 2001. What? Mm-hmm. And remind you, like, we, as kids, we don't know if this stuff is affordable or not. Right. But my dad somehow found a way to uh, find us, get us some tickets. Yeah. You know, and that was just, I remember bragging about it the next day at school. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a Laker game. You know, not too many people from your city, like, right. get that opportunity. Yep. You know, like. So just being able to just go to a game and the whole experience from going to park 
to walk in inside the stadium. And I remember going up the escalator. I mean, we were sitting at the top, like, yeah. like maybe 300 section. Yeah. And I remember going up the elevator just amazed at just being in the facility yep. like that. And then having to walk on. And, like, at the time, I'm so inspired to be a basketball NBA player. And it, I just knew how hard it was to even, like, come out and do be an NBA player. Yeah. You know, like even the depth of perception of just trying to shoot that shot and Kobe would just back down and just look so simple. Right. Uh, I think that really what grew my, mm -hmm. my love for basketball. Yeah. So I just remember just being so expired and my dad just kind of just looking at me like, one day you're going to be out there. Hey. You know, you just, that was just everything for me. That, that was like the stamp. Yeah. That, you know, I remember Kobe, you know, Doing his usual average at least twenty five a game. Was yeah. This. So, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kobe, man. Shout Rest in peace. Rest Love peace. you. Love Kobe. Um. And uh, yeah, man. I. It's, just, it's hard to move on from this just because it's Kobe, man. Like. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I. Let Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh. About. Just something that happened. I heard about this today. Yeah. I I can't I can't remember uh, when when it said it happened, but uh, Jacob Blake uh, in Wisconsin. I can't remember the. I don't want to mess up the name the clip of the place in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if you haven't heard, um, Jacob Blake. Uh, African American man uh, was shot seven times in his back as he was getting into his car by police um, in front of his kids. In front of his kids. I didn't even know that. Yeah, in front of his kids. So his kids were in the car. Um, and apparently, so he was unarmed, um, but apparently, what the cops were called in. Uh, for a domestic dispute in that neighborhood. And Jacob was actually there to help trying to, you know, yeah, split the fight and, and try to calm people down or whatever. So uh, I don't know the full details. I don't know what happened, why yeah. they were coming at him. Um, I saw the video uh, and... You know, there's three cops there. Mm -hmm. There's three cops. There's people out in the streets. There's three cops. And you see him walking away from them uh, around his car to the driver's side. He opens the door of the driver's side. And they grab him by his, like, his... His, like, his shirt, shirt right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so they're pulling him back, and they shoot him seven times, right? So I know one of the one of the things that... It's probably going to be said or is being said right now is, you know, why was he walking away? You know, yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, you know, he was why was he resisting? And, you know, why did he go to his car? I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Did he have a weapon in his car? I don't know. They haven't said anything about that. Um, but regardless, like I, I just go back to. You're you're a police officer. You should be trained on this, and you should be trained to to be able to de-escalate certain situations, 
to be able to handle these situations. And it's three of you. So let's say let's say he is resist or he is like not com- complying with with what you're asking him, right? Yeah. And he's walking away as you're giving him orders to stay or put your put his hands, you know, in the air or or just drop on the yeah. floor and he's not obeying your your what you're asking him to do, right? It's three of you. Yeah. Why do you need to take air, take out a gun? Like, you know, why why is sense. that the the you know where you go to the first the thing you go to the yeah. solution, right? And then you shoot them seven times. You shoot them seven times. So, um, I'm not. I don't, we're not gonna spend time just trying to figure out the why. You know, the how and the why it happened like that. I just think that like we gotta we gotta stop being comfortable with seeing these things and being okay with it like yep. and 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 know that yo this is a life this is a human life that you know thank God he is alive and I heard he's in stable condition um but why why are we why do we continue hearing about this like what you know i i just think like something's got to change with yeah. the system with 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 the way these police officers are being trained with yeah. the way like you know i the whole thing of the do police officers have to show up when something like this happens yeah can it be somebody that you know is trained you know, with the, you know, dealing with the psychological side of things and de-escalating things rather than, you know. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on this? Man, um, every time I see something like that, what rings in my head is that um, I try to grasp as much empathy as I can in this situation. Absolutely, yeah. And what I mean by empathy is that I always put myself in that person's shoes yeah. or that person's family shoes. Yeah. Um, and I really try to understand um, the pain that they're feeling. Mm. So it may seem like, you know, when I'm speaking from through this filter yeah. in a group of people, maybe like my family or friends, Yeah. it may seem like I'm very sensitive, but... I really try to grasp uh, my attention on every detail of mm. that. And the reason why is because I put and put in positions where I've been kind of scared, mm-hmm. you know, um, and already experiencing something not even close to that. Yeah. But feeling like, hey, I might not get out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very difficult to come back from that trauma. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we think about that moment, right? right? But you got to think about the trauma these cats are having after or their families having right. after that. Like those that's, kids. Those are years of just like, I saw this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to deal with it. Yeah. And we talk about veterans who have PTSD. Right. You know, and uh, 
you having kids that witness it and I'm very scared for um, us as humans you know like we see it yeah we don't see how this is being synchronized on a day to day right or we don't see how it desensitizes yes you know what I'm saying so I try to find some type of balance and yeah just knowing how I'm putting meaning to whatever this is. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I could be angry, right? Right. So most people, meaning of this situation is I'm angry, yeah. you know, and I'm, I want to do something about it. Um, for me, I try to see, I get angry. So first and foremost, I want people to know that I get angry. Yeah. When I saw Fruitvale Station, yep. these movies, like to feel like dang like we don't know the story coming up to this moment right so Fruvel Station was one of those movies where I saw like a young man that kind of like was from the bay yeah the BART and like yeah. I was experienced like I experienced that yeah you know? and trying to come up trying to like work as hard as he can and and just have one moment one blink of an eye and it's taken away from him like I was hysterically crying just because it's like he worked so hard yeah to get to this moment so we don't see these things for other people right and when people have to dig up like oh let's see what his character is like you can't define a person just by what he's done right because we're all created in this light and i yeah. think that's why black lives do matter yes because regardless of the situation you know there's some things that you know, this is repeat a cycle. Yep. Imagine what his kids just saw. Yep. They're going to grow up angry. They're going to grow confused. They're yeah. going to have trauma. They're going to have, they're going to need answers to yeah. this cause. They're going to need to deal with it yeah. mentally. So. And you're going to, and you're going to ask these kids when yeah. they grow up to trust someone that looks just like yeah. the people that shot their father. Exactly. In front of them. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like. We get upset. Well, I'm I'm talking to, not for myself, but the opposing side. Yeah. Um, they get upset when they're not acting in character. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Or they yeah. acting how they want them. You don't yeah. have the same experience as we do. You know exactly. What I'm so yeah. it's like, um, I try to understand from that perspective. Yep. So I could find peace. Yeah. Um, because without that. I have to understand that's your experience. Yeah. That's what you believe. That's what you understand. And there's yeah. a way that I feel angry. And the reason why I do is because I've experienced it. Um, I've came from a black and brown background. Yeah. So for me, it's like I'm, I, I just try to find balance. And it's, it's, very, it's very important for humans and people that's out there to try to find a balance of, you know, what you process. Because yeah. those are seeds being planted. And once you start planting those scenes into fertile ground, yep. they're going to grow somehow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And they may not be some that you like. How yeah, they grow, yeah. they might choke you later on in life. And, yeah. you know, they may be a good seed. Yep. You know? So just keep in mind to plant a good seed out of this. Yeah. If you're, if you're passionate about it, you know, if, if this is something that is unbearable for you to see, do something about it. Yeah. Let's change the way. Look at how the culture is. Yep. Why is it that they're doing this? Right. And let's not do this out of anger, but let's find ways that 
we could be better. Yeah. Maybe God just de- destined us to be um, different. Mm. And like everybody looking on the black culture and seeing that, you know, we could be different. Yeah. And be the godly force that everybody looks and desires. Mm. So let's be that. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's continue to walk those, let's hurdle those mountains and get over things. Um, it's very hard. Yeah. Because at times you want to sit and quit. Yep. And we just can't, we can't sit and process that. Yeah. We got to keep going. That's good. So um, for me, it's just, it's difficult to see. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes I sit and I, it just kind of makes me want to stay like there. Yeah. Because you don't have no words yeah. to describe the situation. Right. You don't have words to um, explain to a young man what that is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we got to try to uh, find a way to be better. Yep. Um, and for yourself, um, what do you think about all this? Yeah. I, I'm hearing what you're saying, and I agree 100% with everything you're saying. Uh, and I was just thinking, man, that that whole thing, empathy. It is, it is a. It is an, it is something that we need. More than we re- we realize, like, yeah, you know, in everything, like, you know, I, I'm thinking right now. The people that are opposing. Black Lives Matter that have a problem with with that movement and and all that. Whenever I see them describe the why, yeah, doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and all I think about is there's a lack of empathy there. There's a lack of you yep. stepping out of your bubble. Yep. And sitting down with somebody that looks different than you, someone that lives different experiences than you yep and seeking to understand them yep there's a lack of all of that right and and i think there's a huge problem with that because we i think it is it is perfectly okay and it is perfectly made this way by god right god created it this way he created us to all be different right we all have our own different you know, things about us, you know, different, the different people, different, you know, different personalities and different upbringings. But he didn't make us that way for us to be divided. Right. But to embrace each other's differences and, you know, find that place where we understand each other and that even though we, we aren't, fully the same we aren't you know we may not fully agree with each other mm-hmm. but we decide to fully love each other right regardless yeah. of that right and so i think that what you're saying is, is super key we need more empathy like i'm thinking so so uh, i'll give you an example one of the things that one of the things that we've been hearing a lot lately which is interesting it's 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 very interesting to me i'm i'm not one to be about conspiracies and all that yeah 
But I do find it interesting that in within these last few months, with as we're over here, you know, protesting these racial injustices, we're hearing a lot of stories come out of, uh, specifically in our city, of street vendors uh, getting attacked. Yep. Uh, right? Uh, Latino street vendors getting attacked by... Uh, African Americans here and there and all over the place, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you heard of of the old man in Lancaster that got attacked and yep. and I I found out I think last week he that he died like, wow. from I mean, his injuries. Yeah. Um, and so I had a conversation with somebody uh, about one of these things, and he was at you know. This is someone who is a Latino. And he was asking, how could you be, like, so supportive uh, of Black Lives Matter and all this mm-hmm. when they're hurting our, our people, they're attacking our people, they treat us like crap and this and that, yeah. right? And and I'm just thinking, like, yo, like, why... why why are why are you generalizing everybody like yeah you know like we hate to be generalized why are we doing the same like why are we why are you generalizing everybody like i'm hearing a lot of black people speak out against this and saying like i'm hearing ogs like from the hood like saying like yo you know if we find out who it is like we're gonna take care of this like we're gonna handle this you know Especially um, in LA, right? You know, like yeah, LA is, we know there there are rules. Yeah. There's there's rules. So so and and it's to me it's interesting that like these things are coming out right now that we're seeing a lot of Latinos standing with you know our our black our black community yeah our black brothers and sisters in this time and also seeing the same from. The black community, when it comes to protesting against, you know, these injustices to these kids in these cages and, yeah. and all that stuff, like, we're seeing a lot of unity within our communities. Yeah. And I think that we we can't let any of these things, any of these, like, these individual events that are very horrible, right, divide us. Especially in this time. Um, And I think the key in that is to show empathy in in these moments, you know, and saying like, yo, you know, this is horrible, but this isn't everybody. Like I have, you know, I I don't I don't expect my friend Jamie to do something like this. You know, he's done nothing but show me love, you know. Yeah. And I've done the same. Right. Right. So, just because some people are acting a fool out there and, you know, for whatever reason are hurting others out there, that doesn't mean that everybody's doing the same thing, right? So, I just think that, like, we just need more empathy in this time within all of this. And we we need to stick together. Like, we need to... And we need to come together. Like, I... And when I say us, like, I don't even just mean, like, black and brown. Like, 
talking about everybody, everybody. man. Like, let's we need to come together. We need to come together. Like, the divisiveness, like, you know, we got to figure out how to be able to, like, still be able to love each other and stand with each other, even though we don't agree in everything. Like, what I'm do you sure think is the solution to that. Empathy, what mm-hmm. you said, empathy, uh, s- stepping out of your bubble, s- stepping out of your shoes and walking in someone else's shoes. And sometimes you're not going to be able to do that. Like, yeah. you know, I don't I don't expect a white person from the suburbs to walk in my shoes. I grew up Hispanic with, you know, immigrant parents and South Central like, yeah. But I think you could you could like sit down just like we are right now and just have a conversation. Let me tell you about my experiences. Let me tell you about my parents' experiences. Let me hear your experiences. Let me hear about your your upbringing. And let's not dismiss each other's differences. Differences. Let's not dismiss each other's experiences. Yeah. And let's embrace them and let's try to understand them. Um. And I, I think that's what I've seen. When I've seen unity between people that are different, yeah. I think it's it's been because of that. It's been because th- th- both parties have been seeking to understand each other, have been seeking to accept each other's differences and embrace them, right? Um, and I think, I think that's powerful, bro. Yeah. I think... I think love is love is the most powerful force, you know, in the universe, and 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 that's the only way we could beat, you know, the the racism, the the hate, and all of that, the fear. So yeah, so yeah, man. Uh, I I'm I'm really hopeful. I've heard I heard someone say once that like. That racism evolves. That once a certain way of, you know, being racist is shut down in a way, it evolves into something else and it comes out in a different way. Yeah. And that racism will always exist. Um, but I'm personally hopeful that we could beat this. I'm personally hopeful that we could, that if we continue to fight, we'll be, we'll create a better future for our future generations. Um, so, I just want to ask you just as, as we, as we close this, this episode, what, what do you think that we could do on top of empathy, um, adding on to empathy when it comes to like just being united and coming together, even during like these times that are so that have us so divided, especially right now with like elections coming up, and you know this is it's gonna get real, like you know in the, in the in these next few months. Um, if you 
and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak in many different areas. Um, yeah. Just because I ask this question to myself all the time. Um, growing up, yeah. for me, uh, I was really into, randomly, I'm mm-hmm. really into superheroes. Yeah. I love Power Rangers. Hey. I love them. Like, I was just obsessed about it. Okay. Right? And so now as an adult, you know, I was thinking about Kobe. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about what, why I love Kobe so much. Yeah. I I spoke a little bit about that. Yeah. But it was his level of what he possessed as a superpower to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I've always been attracted to that. Yeah. But I could only speak from my perspective, right? I could only speak from, I love that, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we all do. Yeah. But we are growing up in different environments. And then we don't instill practices that are, you know, creating that for us. Right. So, you know, the back, the two episodes prior for me talking, I talked about health mm-hmm. and how I want to be superhuman. Yeah, yeah. be able to tap into everything. So I think yeah. number one is the power of self. Mm. Being able to uh, find out your perspective on life and okay. understand that you're a storyteller. Yeah. Um, and when you're a storyteller, you are painting a picture that is your picture that nobody mm-hmm. can understand. And you need to understand that, um, one, it could affect somebody. Yeah. Based off just how you're coming off and portraying your opinion. Yeah. Something. And so I like to look at life Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only going to use myself as an example. You just spoke very high, and I could I could literally paint a picture in my head of what you're feeling. Yeah, you know, from the time you said like this is not right. You right, know? right. Like I could see it. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm sitting right in front of you, but I could see it. And I could yeah. paint a picture about it. Yeah, it may not be my picture, but I could see your picture. Yeah. Um, and I think it's your way of understanding yeah, what I'm what I'm yeah. expressing, and yeah. I can see details. Yeah, I can f- see the little specks of color that yeah. you made on it, and yeah. I can see specks of your childhood that's on it. Right. Um, but like I said, there's nobody that are instilled with these practices. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just I went to Venice Beach the other day with my fiance, and I was telling him telling her there's a couple guys I seen that I went to school with. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say what's up to them. Hmm. I was like, their spirit is so different. I knew, like I told her, I was like, their environment, I could just tell that they're just a different aura. And for me, I always felt like I was the same person, you know, like voice. And so I've always, um, and I was, I was asking her, like, you may not know me from back then, but when you dated me i asked her i was like did you feel like you was deep dating the child in me like you could see flashes of my childhood she said yeah like i see Interesting. sometimes like when i when I, when i said i was gonna marry you i couldn't wait till i had a little boy that was like you you know what i'm mm. saying and i felt the same way about her yeah you know so i think one of the solutions that gets me upset as well is just like we're focused in school about the X and Ys and the one plus ones and, and all that stuff. But yeah. we need to figure out mentally how to create better practices and 
like I said, one yeah. of the principles being empathy, yeah. understanding one another, differences, Man, and, yes. you know, what color look like. Yeah. I have a niece that is very light-skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom is dark-skinned. Yeah. So at times my mom jokes around and she said, one day she's going to grow up and see their black grandma, <laughs> you know? Um, and she just jokes around about it. Yeah. But she loves my mom so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's her grandma. Of course, you know? yeah. Um, and I get, I get like, dang, like she's going to grow up one day and she's going to have, have questions to ask, yeah. you know? Uh, and even for myself, like she's going to see the differences. And I always, I'm so curious of what she's going to think about the world. Right. And it's really up to us as her, the people that are, yeah. Raising her. Absolutely. To paint a better picture. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. For me, I think that we have to do better job at making sure that when we're raising a child, I could see how your parents raise you yeah. into, you know, a very religious background. Yeah. So there's very like, man, this is, yeah, this is not okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on the flip side of that, there may be a murderous family, you know, like, just speaking crazy, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Drug dealers. I was watching the games interview, and he was talking about oh, yeah. like you know he used to walk at five years old from kindergarten to his house, um, and when he went in, there was drugs and naked women, and yeah, and I couldn't imagine that as a five year old, right? You know, and it was just like wow, like we just need to do a better job of teaching our kids how to paint that picture. Yeah, you know, like God is the sovereign God that He is, and you know. He's helping us. He's the canvas, you yeah. know, but we are painting that picture, yeah. whatever we want into the world. Um, so I talked about good seats, planting yep. good seats and making sure that, you know, we could see both perspectives yep. um, as tough as it may be. And when it's tough, just know that it's tough because that conflicts with all your beliefs mm. that you've had in your previous life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, like I said, I said, it doesn't make sense. Right. When I said it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense to my life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it makes sense for somebody else's. Right. Um, and I'm aware of that. Yep. Um, I may not respect it, but mm-hmm. there's a level of coexisting in the room with you. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to involve myself around that environment so much because I'm so, I want to pursue that superhuman. Yeah, yeah. So that environment is what's key. Yep. You know, as we get older as adults. That's so true. So I yep. think that as parents, we need to do our job. And when we get to the school, we need to change the system of the school and install practices. And then when we become adults, we have better awareness. Yeah. So being able to understand one another yep. culturally. Yep. Um, and very few have that. Yeah. You know, um, and the reason why I didn't go back and say what's up to my friends, because I felt like, what are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Are you going to even see me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, That's interesting. So, you know, I think that when I say I'm hoping, I just know, I'm, and, and what I'm afraid of is that, you know, you see that we're on quarantine and we see that how much we're digesting um, these things on Instagram. Yeah. Um, kids are watching. Yep. So when kids are watching, they're processing, they're putting meaning to it, and then they're more than likely not, their parents are not there to explain the right thing about these cases. You know, like, yeah, their parents come from history and backgrounds of just not understanding black and brown lives. Right. So what happens is that they grow up with this perspective, and then they become radicals in their own 
way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So what I only see is division later on in life. You know what I'm saying? And this is why history right. kind of repeats is yep. because it's all about your story. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's about watching somebody else's canvas picture yeah. and being able to just say, hey, yeah. I like the way you painted that. Yeah. You know? and, and no matter if you can't see it, you know, it doesn't you, matter. Yeah, you could tell what it was influenced by. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's the most important thing. Yep. Um, and I think that's the power of just like, you know, you hear about, you know, uh, Nelson Mandela's story about like, you know, being unforgiving is like drinking a cup of poison, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just summing it up. I know somebody's out there going to correct me, <laughs> but I got the gist of it. I yeah. understood that. I tasted that because for me, what that meant was like, wow, like. That only affects you. Mm. If I'm not able to like understand the person, that's why even the Bible, when it says love your neighbor, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Because it's like, that's only affecting how I created my image. Yeah, yeah. How I painted it. And people, we're all here wanting to contribute to the world, you know? Yes. We're and, all destined for that. And just to, to cut you off real quick, yeah. with that, what you just said, the whole love your neighbor, like, yeah. There's there's even like a you know, to complete that sentence, yeah. It's like love your neighbor as you love yourself. Self. Yes. And so it goes exactly. back to what you were saying in the beginning, exactly. the whole the power of self, like yeah. Like Yeah. Like, where where are where are you in, yep. in that? Where are you with, with how you love yourself? Are you exactly. loving yourself the right it, way? Are it you? actually do that energy. You know what I'm saying? It actually do comes back around. Yep. You know, I heard Nipsey said he was like, you know, you got to be a master of your energy, mm. you know? Yeah. And that is just, that resonates so much because yep. it's like, all right, like I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, sh- that shit comes back around, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, um, and I never believed in karma, but I believe in just whatever you're projecting as yeah. a human being. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, um, for those who want to hate, love to hate, go ahead and do yeah. so. But just know that it's gonna follow you they're around. They're gonna follow you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that energy gonna match you. Yep. Um, I just, you know, when I had the whole my whole anxiety, I was telling my cousin and my girl, I was just like, I've never been like so grateful for my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yes. And the more I was grateful for my life, the more I was able to be happy for somebody who yeah were doing something in life yeah you know what i'm saying like i was genuinely happy like i could 100 yeah. percent say like wow like go get it yeah you know what i'm saying and like radically be a fan yeah to make sure you got that thing yeah because yeah yeah i now i'm like i'm having this level of love for myself mm-hmm. that there's no need for the hate you right know? i don't even have a hint of it yep and so uh I kind of felt like that's the journey of life. Mm-hmm. Just like, and for anybody that kind of want to understand it, I think The Alchemist, the book, is the greatest book ever because it just shows like how everybody's on this life, this life, mm-hmm. and is on their own little personal journey, yeah. just trying to figure it out. And so, yeah, I think people need a better way of just, you know, painting a picture that's own and embracing their picture and not comparing their picture to somebody else and saying that. You know, that's pretty ugly. 
you know, because that's what you're doing when right. you're telling somebody else expression right. of who they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, bro. Man, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good, man. Awesome. I, I think we got, we're, we're going to call it there. Just, yeah. It's a great way to end it. Um, man, thank you guys for joining us. I just want to really quick, like, just let you, let you guys know, um, Jamie and I, we're, we're going to be working on, on, uh, getting these these next few weeks locked in and and yep. see what 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 these next few episodes are gonna look like. Um, there's a gun. We're gonna we're gonna get a couple more guests on. Um, can't wait to see you know what guests Jamie brings on and yep. I got some guests. I I got a guest in particular. Uh, I'll talk ro- about real quick. Um, we're gonna go back into health. Um, in yes. in, in one of the episodes coming Love up. It. Um, so uh. I have a, a a a friend that is from Indy who just went through a massive like weight loss journey. Wow. Just massive, bro. And and I just can't wait to 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 hear his story and wow. and and you know just just hear his his journey and and what that looked like and and have that conversation with him about that, you know. Yeah. So um so that'll be coming up and and yeah thank you guys for listening locked and loaded yes sir and uh we'll see you guys next time this was the lod podcast yes sir (laughs) see you guys